This is the DJ Spider Podcast presented by BeatSource. All right, let's get into it. We are here. It's the DJ Spider Podcast presented by BeatSource. And we're here with the Nigerian legend himself, <laughs> DJ Obi. Give it up. What's up, everybody? everybody How far? How's everybody doing? Let's reaching, go. Reaching out. Um, so, yes. Thank you for coming on. Thank, thank you for having me, man. Of course. This is amazing. Yes. Um, Maybe, that, finally here. <laughs> finally here. We, we were talking about this, you know, over Last WhatsApp year. for a year, for right? <laughs> over a year. You're here. You're rocking the zigzag yeah. sweatshirt, which is Shout very impressive. Zag. I mean, I saw the actual zigzag account commenting on your right, Instagram right, yeah. <laughs> for your hey, Grammy listen, party. Fun fact. And I, I want to say I'm 100% on this, but... Fella, you zigzag. Oh, because it's the white papers, right? Yes, it yeah. is. I don't know From how I know here. that. Because right, I, I mean, no. <laughs> so um, yeah, that, that's how legendary they are. That is. I mean, they're probably <laughs> one of the old, most old school rolling papers. I eighteen. I mean, that's that's crazy. So they sponsored. So so let's give people some uh, some background. <laughs> yeah, we're we getting right think. into things. We're getting right into things. So <coughs> Obi. Legendary, like I said, Nigerian DJ for many reasons, um, all the way from having Obi's house, which has become the top party in Nigeria. And now he just did one in L.A. for Grammy weekend. Shut it down. He's doing it in Trinidad coming up. It's going to be it's it's worldwide and it's only getting bigger. Um, He also has done so many amazing things, so many cool accomplishments and. You're, you were in the Guinness Book of World Records <laughs> for DJing for 10 days straight. I mean, days, no I know sleep. that's not your, you know, you've done so many amazing things since then, but what the hell? That's insane. <laughs> so I wanted to break the news to you. We're going to do this podcast for 12 days right now. Well, never, really, I, I got you. I'm, I have all the food and water down here. How many no. breaks? Do we get any breaks? Of no Three breaks. breaks. <laughs> so that's part of the record breaking. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's incredible. So I want to get into all that. No um, but yeah, what I was mentioning is that you're here. It was Grammy weekend. Um, it's how we're making this happen. And Afro beats and African music, I feel like they were shining a light on it, you know, yes, bigger than yes. ever before during the Grammys and in Los Angeles, <clears throat> as they should. And it's so amazing to see that. And you were able to come here and throw your Obi's house party, which you usually do on Mondays. Monday in, nights in Lagos. Monday yeah. nights in Lagos. And it's become this massive party that what sells out over a thousand people. Culture. They don't even know who's DJing, right? <laughs> they just trust you that you're gonna bring trust them. Trust Obi's vibe, and and that yeah, that's pretty much it. That, that's how it started. Honestly, it started out with six, six people, maybe nine people. <laughs> six people coming to the party, right? Or the being first, part the of first one. Wow, the first one was because we started in 2021. It was right after COVID, and like, um, this was when a lot of places were still closed. You know, clubs, you right. can party like that. So yeah. it's, it's an outdoor party. That's one of our elements, you know. But when we travel around, not everywhere has very nice outdoor spots <laughs> like that. So True. some places we have to do indoors. But in Lagos, is an outdoor party. And the first one was the 1st of February, 2021. Wow, that's really not that long ago for it to be this huge. Hey, listen, when God when God touches you and, <laughs> and the grace of God is on your life, it's different, you know? It grows so and it, it makes it feel like it's been there forever. People talk to me about Obi's house like it's been there 10 years. I'm looking at them like, <laughs> just started. <laughs> we, really right. just, we really just started, you know? Um, but yeah, it, it's, it grew. You know, the vibe was just, it, it's like a it's like a backyard party. It's like a house party where it's like 
you know I'm going to be there. That's what you need to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. I'm going to be there. You know the vibes are going to be right. You know I'm going to be playing some dope music. The food is going to be amazing. You got drinks. So just come kick it. And is it a day or a night party or both? So when we started out, it's it's, it's both. So okay. the, the earlier you get there, the better for you kind of vibe. So, so it starts we, in like the afternoon or something? No, evening. evening. So my team and I get there for 6 p.m. And okay. like, it's already set up, you know. And truthfully, <laughs> talking about the setup, when I started out, I used to use floor monitors. Okay. Because we couldn't play it that loud because it was cold. It was right after COVID, and like you mean floor monitors for the speakers of the whole literally, thing. Literally, yes, Flo- <laughs> three floor, <laughs> three floor. I love monitors. to hear the the <laughs> Genesis story. <laughs> That's crazy. Three floor monitors was split beside three tables, so I put put one in the in the gap on that side, and this, you know. Oh, so the people at the table are hearing exactly. it, exactly. Not blasting out to not the rest too, of the world, exactly. Not too loud <laughs> because we couldn't get too loud, of course, due to COVID restrictions and stuff like that. But that that's how it started. And to think now that we need a whole night before to set up <laughs> for Obi's <laughs> house—that's amazing. The, yeah, the sound and everything. I'm talking about. I'll get there for like 5 p.m. Do my setup in like 10 minutes or 15 or whatever. Yeah. However quick I'm I'm going at it, and be ready to go. And people would come after work to come and have like an early dinner, come and chill, relax. After work, we played everything. The music policy is literally the B-side. Play what you wouldn't naturally play at the club. Oh, that's so dope. Exactly. So what is your jam session like at home when you're in with your setup at home? We that's what we want to hear. Oh, you know, I love so that. That was how the the you know, it, it started out with very, very heavy music lovers that just wanted to hear beautiful music not necessarily club music and then we actually used to have an r&b hour at the end of the night called lamps out and we turn out because covid restrictions we couldn't be there or we well the place had to close by midnight <laughs> so we'll turn off the lights by 10 so we can use the last hour for r&b wow. so that was like a signal for everybody to head out so that by 12 o'clock the place is cleared out yeah yeah so we kind of had to like Repackage that whole shutting down vibe. Crazy, yeah. So now, but now we don't even get to do R and B. Can't even get there. We can't even. I I barely get to play now. Really? How about because that? so many DJs. Because of so many DJs pulling up, I barely get to play sometimes. So, um, but it's interesting. I tell you to see the growth. It's been crazy, even for myself. Like, yeah, you know, I've always had this idea of Obi's house, and it's been called different many things in my mind. But mm-hmm. like, you know, it was through you know, a reconnection with God during COVID times where everybody thought the world was ending. I yeah. tapped in very heavy, you know, and, and just, it's, it's, all, it's a result of answered prayers pretty much. Like, it's wow. like, okay, what's, what's next? What's going to happen? You know, everywhere is shut down. I, what I know how to do is DJ, you know, I, I'm, I went to school for media broadcasting. I can do a bunch of, I can do, pretty much what's in this room right now. Right. Naturally, but the passion was really with the music and DJing. Of course. So when everything was shutting down, it was it was more of a, it was at a time where it's like confusion and you're worried and anxious and you don't want to be those things, you know? So prayer helped out a lot. That's, that's great. That's so <laughs> cool to hear. And I mean, yeah, what were you doing? So like, let's go back in time. Like, You've done, like I said, so many different things with your DJ career and you know so many people and you're, you, you know. Different points. Yeah, yeah, different points. So, like, how did it all start? Like, where did you get into DJing? So, my dad, 
um, rest his soul, who's late now, um, was pretty big in Nigeria back in the day. He was he was like the male version of Oprah, like the Larry King of Nigeria. Really? Yeah. Like an interview show, like Inter- TV interview show shows. <laughs> but, wow. Yeah. Damn. Now I'm intimidated. I'm no, like, no, I, no, I gotta no, step no. up my game. <laughs> <laughs> he did. A, he did a lot of TV shows, interview TV shows, oh, that's and he had this amazing Saturday night party on the radio called Open House Party. <laughs> Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Full circle moments. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, but from going to the radio station with him to the studio during, on Saturdays where he's having these guests and yeah. these artists and breaking new music and I'm in the studio watching the DJ do his thing. That was where the love for the music and DJing came from. Um, we have a legendary D- Nigerian DJ, DJ Jimmy Jat, who also played on my dad's show and some of my dad's parties later on. I got to find out when, when Jimmy and I um, had a conversation. But um, Jimmy Jat was the DJ, and he, he had been for, he's like our Jazzy Jeff, pretty much. Like okay. He's, yeah, he's our, our guy, you know. And growing up, seeing him and hearing him play was what inspired it. I actually remember the mix that, that sparked it for me. Okay. <laughs> so, I gotta hear it. All right. It was, um, we were like at a carnival type thing. You know, brands have all these big events and they usually used to do them in like a stadium space in, in, in Lagos called TBS. Okay. So there was this event. I, I can't remember the exact brand, but Jimmy Jack was playing. And this is when Busta Rhymes Dangerous came out. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is in the nineties and black girl, nineties girl. Okay. So he was playing black girls, nineties girl. And it gets to a part where it's like, hold up, wait a minute. Oh, okay. And the crowd went crazy because <laughs> Dangerous was brand new record. You know, it's just Jimmy Jack like did that mix and they lost it. And I was a little kid then thinking, what did he just do? Why is everybody yelling? Why is everybody so happy? Why why did this place go crazy? The place erupted. I was like, I, I want to know what he did and I want to be able to do it one day. And ever since then, I've been curious about DJing. So when I was in Massachusetts, Worcester Mass for 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 college, one actually no, not Massachusetts, Framingham, Massachusetts. Okay. When I started out, and um, I needed extra cash, cash as a college student, of and course. I was like, eh, "What can I do?" I was working at the mall, working at Express. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yep. And um, I was like, "What can I do?" For, like, I need more cash. I mean, like. It got to be better than this. That's just the natural Nigerian in me. We, we got to hustle, right? <laughs> yeah. So thought about being a party promoter, but then did my findings and research and they're like, oh, you got to put money down that you might not make back and like, you know, bar guarantees and all that kind of stuff. I was like, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> you know, and I was yeah. like, well, hold up. This might be a great time to start DJing. I'm, I'm by myself in, in college. No, I don't right. need permission. I just yeah. like save up money and buy equipment. And during that process of thinking about becoming a DJ, I just gone into a breakup as well. That was pretty like harsh. So that was my, that was my way of rechanneling my energy into something more productive than, you know, sitting and crying. Yeah. <laughs> and wishing she could come back. But uh, <laughs> uh, so I saved up money, got my first Newmark CD mix too. 
Okay. And American audio speakers, nice. <laughs> which I blew. I I blew them up on my first gig because it was played too loud. Hilarious. <laughs> but, I love hearing that first it. setup. Everybody had that old. You're like, I oh, know. And I was just going too loud because I didn't understand, like, you know, bodies consume the sound. So right. at some point when the party got packed, I was like, they, oh, they can't hear you in the back. <laughs> turn it up. Turn it up and, and right in the game pretty much. But, um, but, yeah, that was my first setup, and that's how it all started. Wow. Framing him. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, and that's yeah. so dope to hear the Jimmy Jack mix, you know, yeah, and that I, it, in a way it's, it's a puzzle there. to you and you have to figure <laughs> it out and that leads you to that, facts, you know, facts, place. Facts, facts, facts. And as soon as I learned how to DJ, yeah. I had to do that mix. I had to practice that. Did you, did you practice course, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do it now with my eyes closed. It's crazy, like, how something so subtle and just a little curveball in a mix can affect everything, right? Yes. Like, I remember, because growing up here, a lot of like blending and listening to the radio in LA, you know, everyone was all about blending and and smooth, clean mixes and not knowing what was happening. And then I remember playing with DJs from the East Coast and going to New York and just <laughs> boom, boom, just to the next. And sometimes it was like, what? That wasn't good. But sometimes it was magical. Like right, you said. right, 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 and I, right. And same thing. I go, Why? Like. They just hit that perfect moment, the perfect surprise, you know, and people didn't realize they needed that other song at that moment, and it just changes everything. Well, sometimes, like like you said, New York DJs, they're good at this thing where it's like they, they're going to play the song from the favorite part of the song yes, versus from the beginning. So if you're blending, you're going to, you know, tap in from the beginning and yeah. beat match, but then you get to New York, and New York actually taught me a lot about emceeing and being on the mic as a DJ and how important it is. So, so watching that because I came from the like like you said the blending and the mixing and listening to that. I say okay, that's how they play. But you get right. to New York, it's like yo, <laughs> what's yeah. going on? And the crowd is going crazy, right? Yeah. So um, it's interesting to see how like in different cultures because like I, m- I remember we were talking before we came on how like with the Nigerian parties the 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 BPM. Oh yeah, yeah it has and the, the quick mixing, the like quick I, you know, shout to D James out <laughs> shout in, uh, to DJ London. London. I was saying I heard him at an Afrobeat party. Bro? <laughs> what yeah. up, James? <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, you know, dope DJ, amazing yeah. blend, so creative, such a great dude. You know, good producer. I need, like, to, get amazing him, I need to get him a Nigerian passport now because he's, mean, he's, he's there. seems like he's on his way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I watch all his videos out there for months. You know, right? He's he's, he's, he's an honorary he's, he's Nigerian at this point. Yeah, we have accepted him. Yeah, yes, it seems like yes. it. So, and he he puts in the work, and yeah, he does. but yeah, my God, he was quick mixing. Like I know a lot of the music, and I didn't know a lot of the music. I had my auto Shazam; it wasn't even catching. He was going so fast. I was like, "Yo!" And he's like, "Boom, boom, boom!" They sing along, like, and I'm like, "You're already out of the song. It's crazy." Shit. But and I'm Shit. like, "You're gonna run out of music. Like you got a four no, hour there's set. There's a lot of music. No, just there's go forever. Lot, there's a lot of music. <laughs> That's why I could do ten days. <laughs> How did you do ten days? My hey, God, listen, I couldn't. I it, there were, first of all there was no drugs involved because people always ask me that I'm like I know there, was, there, was, okay. there couldn't be any drugs yeah like involved. what okay so you didn't I mean all right let's talk about this for a minute <laughs> <laughs> what are the logistics like so you didn't sleep obviously no that's sleep. part of I the had thing. I had I had um, twenty minutes after every four hours to rest to rest so in so t- were you playing like. A fella song? <laughs> no, no, not even like like just, tw- just twenty minutes to take a break and step okay. out. Step the out. Music of the kept going. Music can keep going, but at that break time, like okay, it's give or take. Because okay, so there, you can yeah. rest, but if you fall asleep, it's dangerous because exactly. you might not wake up. 
Thank you. So, okay. so there was there wasn't a res- maybe a disco nap here and there, just <laughs> right? Like, you know, right, get up, you know what I mean? But um, oh, disco songs could be good for the disco nap. <laughs> so, so you, so no drugs. Okay, good job. None. Um, <laughs> we're and um, but like a lot coffee? of water, a lot. No, no coffee, no, no caffeine, t- no caffeine. So you're just, gonna crash. I know, right? So you can't, you just can't. So what? pure water. Pure, Pure adrenaline, pure adrenaline. Energy. I mean, DJing does give you adrenaline. I right, will say, I'll then, go when I'm so tired, or I'm so sick, or I'll be in the worst mood, or I feel horrible, and somehow you still go. An hour later, I'm a whole different person from the music <laughs> and the people. You know, exactly. so I can see that. But exactly. water. I mean, you eat. You eat, right? <laughs> right, right. You can do. You can do anything behind the DJ. Booth, okay, right. So you can pretty much live back there for ten days as long as you don't break. The, so the music couldn't stop for more than ten seconds as well. There had to be somebody, at least two people on the dance floor at all times. Oh, okay. Like there was rules to it. I needed witnesses to. What write if your down. dancers got tired? <laughs> uh, they switched. He swap out. He swap out. But but the good thing for me was during that time I didn't need to manufacture the crowd at all. They naturally came to come in. Where witness. were I was in Nigeria, was like in, like outside or inside uh, in a restaurant. Actually, my sister's uh, restaurant, South Cafe in okay. Lekki. I was there. Okay, <laughs> Not so out, good. You it, got it was outside. access to the kitchen, right? <laughs> right there, there's a bathroom. We, we made a bathroom. bathroom. We had to make a bathroom, like a lunch, like a shower, and everything. Oh, so you could be behind the booth in her office. So we can, so I can, you know. How do you decide when to shower? <laughs> in the 20 minutes. You got 20 minutes after every four hours. So, oh, my God. Yeah, so it was, it was pretty intense, pretty crazy. Did you, like, book any gigs in the 10 days? You're like, oh, I just booked a, a tour. <laughs> <laughs> You're, like, doing business. Um, my my manager at the time did. A few gigs were coming in. We got, we got you know, decent international press. Back home, it was crazy on social media. I'm sure. Right. So the, the support at home was was immense. It was it was amazing. So you know everybody turned up, and it did do because it was really like a PR stunt. I wanted because I just well, it just puts you on the exactly map globally. Put, honestly, Guinness Book of World Records. Straight up, so I don't have to keep asking who are you. Like, right, Google me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when, when you're Google, that's what comes up. Exactly. That's I mean, crazy. giving people more and it just helping my brand. Honestly, giving them a reason to to right. want to know. Yeah, yeah. So like you can imagine now, this conversation is a great icebreaker at any party. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I did see that a female DJ just did 11 right. days. Exactly. Shout to her. Shout to her. Because what was wow. she? Uh, I don't know. I Googled it. It I'll, was, I'll uh, it she's from Nigeria. Oh, Yen. Yeah. Yen, Yen, Yen. I thought, right, right, she did, she did, she did. Shout out to Yen. I think, right? I had yeah, it. DJ my, Yen. Oh, I don't know what's going on with my internet. But yeah. That was I a had, few years ago, no? Yeah, I think so. Right, yeah. right, right. I thought you so. meant recently. Man, uh, man. I mean, more recent. Yeah, I guess it was after yours. But well, no, no, yeah. after mine, she hats off to her. That's my homegirl. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, she. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Oh my god! Did mm. anything happen unexpected during that time that you? I know you probably planned for stuff, but did, what kind of unexpected things happened during that? Unexpected was the the, the, the support. Really, I'm not even gonna lie, like. The industry showed up. Everybody, yeah. everybody pulled up. I can't remember. Um, the support was crazy. I'm not gonna lie. I I knew people were gonna come through, but I was just expecting my guys, like my friends. But like, yeah. it became a, a trend. <laughs> <laughs> so it became a trend, and like 
school kids would pass by on their way from school or to school right. to take a picture. You know, different people, different different people stop by. Um, what else? Hmm. Nothing yeah. crazy. Right. I had a little mishap where we had to. I had to use the bathroom right there on the step, on uh, behind the decks. You know, which was one of the reasons why we even had to stop at the time. So, so I was going for two hundred and forty hours, but I stopped at two hundred and thirty. Oh, uh, ten, 10 hours. hours short. <laughs> right. What happened? You you couldn't. Yeah, I needed to use the bathroom so badly. <laughs> but I needed to use the bathroom really bad, and I've been holding on to it for too long. Like, right. Yeah. So my body kind of did its own thing. And I was like, right. I can't do this again. There comes a point where <laughs> your body's like, sorry. <laughs> like, I liked yeah. your plan, but it's not happening. So I was able to force a break and like go pee, but it, it was bad. Right. Yeah. Like I'd injured myself oh. holding on for too long. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I had to stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> unreal. But I had broken the record and set a record. And yeah. All that. Yeah. And the crazy part of it, at the end of the day, truthfully, the Guinness Book of Records did not, they never gave it to me. Why? Exactly. They, you know, it's a few things. It's a few things, but essentially they were trying to get me to do it again. I'm like, I'm not trying to kill myself twice. Do it again. They're like, like, hold on. We weren't looking. Like I almost uh, just died. Stayed awake for 10 days because I found out after that, after the fact that if you do keep your body awake for that amount of time, you could the next time you sleep, you could possibly die because your body would just go into complete rest. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, it, well, so I, I just wondering, think- like, <laughs> I mean, I've gone on vacations like way shorter than that. You know what I mean? Like across the world, like <laughs> maybe five days, seven days. Like you feel me? So, the yeah. Places I've gone. To and Asia then it was just back. like the press around Nigeria at that point in time. You know, wasn't necessarily the best as well. Okay. So, in, which is one of the reasons why I did something like that to be able to change the narrative about where I'm from to say that we we do have productive. Yeah, you know, talent, and we have positive things that come out of Nigeria. You know, of course, but um, but yeah, but just off of the press alone that came out of it, and like the support, like I said, from everybody that came through in Nigeria, that was enough to say like, and they witnessed it. Yeah, so it was it was one of those things where like even from advice from family and friends and like big brothers and stuff like that, just like bro, we saw you do it. Don't don't sweat it. No need to do it again. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's in the news anyway. Yeah, exactly. And I just realized I didn't even know that Guinness Book of World Records is Guinness, like beer. Yeah. I didn't even know that they yeah. were the ones that started that. I mean, a great way to diversify the right their the, brand. Yeah, brand. It's like Michelin like restaurants or something, right? You or know, even, you don't or, realize or even with, the, with the way Red Bull and the, yes. how they do stuff with music and DJs. Yeah, and stuff it is like smart. That. But I was wondering if they give you like a lifetime supply of Guinness or something. nah, nah. <laughs> funny not. enough, nah. It's just a plaque you eventually get and the bragging right. rights, and then whatever you can do with that. You know, the PR is still left. The hard work is still left up to you. They yeah. just kind of put you out there. To to say, okay, you've done something tremendous. God, yeah. how did you? You were like hallucinating and like. So I was. Out of it, I right? saw from like day four. I couldn't <laughs> recognize family. <laughs> like really? they got worried. Honestly speaking, right? Because it'll happen in the daytime, in the morning. Because I've been usually I'm used to being up at night. Yeah. But in the daytime, when my body's fight, when my body's trying to sleep and I'm fighting, yeah. It, yeah, I'll kind of like tap out. <laughs> I got a loose touch with my, exactly. I didn't know who I was, didn't know where I was, didn't know what I was doing. Like, I'd see myself and, like, you know, proves how much it, you need sleep. Exactly. <laughs> how exactly. long did you, did you have to rest for like a week or two after? No, funny enough. So the day I stopped, 
I had to go straight to the hospital so I could get checked out and yeah. stuff like that. And um, I slept for maybe 12, 14 hours straight, but they had to wake me up. Oh, oh really? <laughs> to make sure you weren't. To make sure, oh, exactly, yeah. exactly. So they had to they had to wake me up, make sure I, I had food to eat, you know, refresh, all of that, but wow. stay awake. So when they woke me up, they're like, you have to stay awake now till. Till, oh to, till the next night, you know. Yeah. What I mean? so oh, really? Reset. To kind of reset your right, rhythm right. or circadian exactly. rhythm or something. Exactly. Oh my God! All right. Well, congrats. Good job, <laughs> and don't do it again. <laughs> no, no, I won't. I won't. I don't need to do no, it. You I, don't. I mean, unless somebody got a stack somewhere, you want to test my ten days. To yeah, pull up. That is true. <laughs> the billion dollar. Yeah, I mean, uh, I can, challenge. Yeah, right. I could go. I could go for some cash, but not squid not games. The, <laughs> squid games. Squid games for DJs, man. Yeah, squid game man. DJs. They should have that. I just watched. <laughs> they they made a reality show of. Squid Games, where they made I people saw, really I haven't do it. Seen, I haven't sat down to I watch it, but it. I, it I've seen it on crazy. Netflix. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but it would be funny to do it for D, for, for all DJ, DJ challenges. Uh, <laughs> you do a bad mix, and they drop you through a hole. <laughs> The pile oh, of your CDJ timing hits is your, off, your timing is off. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh man, or you're just you're out of key, bro. Like a bad, <laughs> can't put that burner boy over the, you know. <laughs> I mean, sometimes with DJs, it just I think it's more about timing. Yeah, learning the skill and practicing, but getting your timing right, which is why we don't like requests, right? Because then someone's gonna distract you and say, you know, or throw off your train of thought. Yeah, because you're on you're on one path, yep. and someone has come to throw you off to ask you something that's not on your no hundred percent yeah like it it that's what they don't realize like i'm i'm planning sometimes two three four five songs ahead Ahead. i'm getting i'm i'm on a roadmap (laughs) and like you're throwing me off i just missed my turn you know what i mean like i just missed my right turn i just missed my left and now i have to change the whole route you know what i mean my company say yo can you play this yeah or like oh how you been so yo and you're like I just, I was supposed to bring it in that part. It's never happening again. (laughs) So I know that's so annoying. Like that's what people don't realize. And sometimes I like being like, it's nice to be a DJ on the stage and get the attention and all that. But sometimes I love when it's just low key and I get to do my own thing and no one's talking to me. Thank you. And you can actually create. Yes. I like that. Because I get in the zone sometimes. Like there's a spot I do here and you can't really talk to me that much. And Sometimes my friends will come like, oh, it sucks. We can't hang out with you. And I'm like, I like it. Like, I love you guys. But I'm, I come up with my most creative things here a lot. because In, in I'm, your box, in your own world. I know yeah. I know exactly what you mean. You know? Right? But I feel like it's part of the, the party etiquette that we need to teach. It's like, yeah. honest, like I feel like the crowd needs to understand BPM. I feel like <laughs> yeah. I feel like they need to understand song choice. Yeah, you know I mean, like I right. feel like they need to know these things if you want to party. Right. I'm not saying go ahead and become a DJ, but understand these things. Right. So when when you're trying to make that request, and when you're trying to even just respect the DJ space, right. so when you, you understand what's going, what the DJ is going through, right. like, I always like to tell people, I'm not going to come to your office. Right and whisper in your ear like, "Oh, you forgot to call me." What? Yeah, like, that, exactly. well, that's not the that's not the right. time. Like I understand we're at a party and it's a social setting, but that's my, that's my job. Right. That's, I'm at work right now. You can't yeah. just tap also it like right a now. thumbs down. 
it, it's it's very offensive. You know what I mean? Like, like I was DJing last week. I'm playing all these girls. Everyone's dancing. I play one song. Obviously, this one girl isn't like. She runs over in my face, thumbs down. To me, that's like saying fuck you or something. Five, you know what no, I mean? No, so real. I look at her. I'm nice for a second. I just kind of ignore her. She keeps trying to do it. She keeps trying to thumbs down. So I have to say what I had to say. And then- On the mic. No, but just to her face, you know, so she knew what I thought. And then, then obviously she realized, oh, she did something bad. She keeps coming back every other song. This is good. This is good. I'm like, I don't want your validation. Validation. I don't want either the good or the bad. Just have fun and leave me alone. But why do you feel the need to come tell me the one song you don't like out of four hours? Like, what's the point? Because some people just feel like, and they want to be the center of attention. Right. The DJ is life for the party. Yeah. So they want to tap in. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I think that's what it is. That's what guys do too. They always say what up to you. Like, you don't even know them, but they'll like be with girls. Like, what up? uh, And you're like, I don't even know. Come and tell you, I know if you play this, oh, trust me, everybody's gonna, go gonna crazy. I'm like, my entire life and job is to know how to make them go crazy. If you just trust me, everything will come true for you. Like, I'm creating an amazing night for you, whether it's to talk to girls, whether it's to make a business deal. I'm facilitating this for you, so go chill. Like, I don't, you don't need to hear the old Wu Tang song right now, whatever you're about to ask me. Like, why Wu Tang? I don't know. I love Wu Tang, but I'm just saying because it's Wu-Tang usually some too. older, annoying guy that wants, oh, if you played this, you right, know, or right, something. Right, it's right, like, right. okay. Yeah. But I know. Okay, I've been doing. You got to be polite and handle it like that. But I'm know. I'm nice at first, but then after a while, it's like, I just I don't leave make me eye contact. I, I, yeah, I'm very good at no eye contact. <laughs> I <laughs> With just the phone thing. I'm like can't see, no, can't read. <laughs> <laughs> They're always holding it up. I'm like just no, no with the phone anymore. They're gonna start coming with big ass cards and shit. Like, what's that guy with the sign? Yeah, you gotta. If you pay him, but to he started come, doing that at parties already. <laughs> what the guy with the sign? Right, he was like putting up signs and stuff. Probably yeah, yeah. Uh, at festivals and stuff. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if it's next to a picture of your face, maybe then I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe they worship <laughs> you enough. No, yeah, it's it's a, it can get annoying, but but. That's the beauty of starting your own party, you know, Obi's house and bringing, you know, a theme and, and something to it. Like you said, the all the B-sides and the music lovers. And I think that's why you get such a loyal crowd, right? Right. Because the vibe is different from the nightclub is the alternative to the nightclub. Yeah. You know, um, and these things that I'm telling you is what we actually try to. So this is why Obi's house feels like a lifestyle because we're now trying to educate these people on how to party and enjoy a party. It's like, right. come, just relax, do yeah. you, trust, trust that the DJ, we don't do any requests. You yeah. Know, we break new music. We like to play a lot more new music than commercial music, just so that it's it's a thing where you come and you're not expecting regular music. Right. And there's nothing wrong with re- regular music because some of those songs that we break eventually go up to become commercial Mm-hmm. You know, and pop music or whatever it is, but with with Obi Sides, what we've been able to do is teach the crowd that good music is good music, and a good DJ with good music is an awesome DJ because then you can mix it right, and even if you don't know it, you can dance to it because it feels good, it feels right, it was mixed right, the way it was presented to you was beautiful, so you enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. And what are some other ideas that went into the creation of the party, like? 
why it's on a Monday night and things like that? Um, that was actually coincidence, honestly. Okay. Um, at the time, the, the venue I was speaking with in Lagos, they had Monday nights available, <laughs> right. right? And um, a friend of mine, Richard, was he came up with a, a concept called um, Mondays is not that serious, but. Between him and the pers- and the owner of the venue, they couldn't come to an agreement for that Monday, and I was supposed to be the DJ. And outside of that, I was redefining myself and and just finding myself again after going through COVID and all of that. <clears throat> so I was only looking for consistency, honestly speaking. I wasn't necessarily looking for to create a party. Right. I wanted because COVID had happened. I was I went from IG Live. I was doing the whole IG Live stuff during COVID. So I wanted somewhere that I could be a resident DJ right? Like, and not necessarily a club because I was also now at that point getting tired of the club scene, you know? So I wanted something different and I felt like COVID was a great switch for a lot of things. So yeah. it was, you know, why not bring the party outside? Why we, why do we have to be indoors, you know? So yeah, Monday was kind of coincidence, but um, it was a coincidence, but I was looking more for for consistency, and when that presented itself, I was like, "Yeah, I'll take it." I'm, I just want a DJ. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, like I, I'll do it on Monday, Tuesday, whatever. So, right, if it's Monday, but and it was one of those things where you didn't you didn't even think it was gonna be anything crazy. You yeah, know? and then six months down the line, it's looking like. The, the party to be at, you know, and that December was crazy in Nigeria because, you know, December is a big deal for us. So right. that first December after COVID and Obi's house, that was mad. And then it carried us into the next year. And right. in 2022, we had a crazy Easter party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had a crazy Easter party and Rema pulled up there amazing the energy was wild you know and that was the one that kind of like took it there because right because after that everybody could kind of be like yo that was a crazy party but the venue got into trouble and got shut down no not shut down got locked up for a little while okay so we had to take a break and at that point the venue like the party itself had grown past the venue honestly yeah so we had to look for another venue Wow. So, you know, carrying the community along that with that process of trying to find a new venue and everyone was suggesting their favorite spots and come check this out, come check that out. It became a thing like, oh, Obi's house is looking for a new venue and we must find it because <laughs> we enjoy ourselves at this place on a Monday night. You yeah. know, let's make it happen. And that's how we ended up at Hard Rock Cafe where we do it now okay. in Lagos. And it's been great. It's, a, it's, it's amazing. It's an amazing space. It's the perfect And it fits, size. what, like a thousand people or something? Or Yeah, and we push it for December as well. So we create extra space in the back for an extension. You know, it's crazy. Every day, yeah, a thousand every Monday. <laughs> every Monday. Wow. And what Monday. happens, like, when you're here for the Grammys? Like, is someone still holding rocking, it down? So it's yeah, still rocking. Um, last summer, because so since it started up until 2023, last summer, mm-hmm. I never left it. You feel me? Um, so I kind of, even if I had gigs, like even if I had the Grammys, I would literally find a way to like be back by come Monday. back. Yeah. So even if I even if I get into Lagos at seven p.m. from the airport straight to Obi's house, yeah, I'll be there to DJ. But in the summer last year, you know, 
the buzz what for Obi's house was was it, it was crazy, and a few um, promoters had reached out that live out here in the states, you know, to do a, a little tour. So mm-hmm. I had to take it on tour, and I couldn't be there. But it was still rocking. So I was like, that's great. I was like, hold up. Because you have DJs you trust and your friends. Yeah, I mean, and like very amazing DJs as well. A lot of DJs want to get on and, and be put on from on from the Obi's house platform. So that was the opportunity to, you know, give them their shine. And, right. And and it stuck, you know. So when I saw that happen, I was like, okay, I feel like we are fully grounded, fully rooted in, in Lagos now. So it's time to take it on the road. So I can take it on the road till when it gets to the point where I can now bring my team along yeah. and move around. But for now, my team is holding it down in Lagos. Where are some of the places you've gone with it? So Trinidad, Toronto, New York, Houston, D.C., um, Indianapolis. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we did Ghana. Amazing. In December. Oh, yeah. I saw the recap video. Right. Um, and you did LA. We've done Abuja. And oh. now we've done LA. Abuja in Nigeria. And we've done LA now. And we're going to Trinidad next week. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. We're back to Toronto. So, and I want to say we have an inquiry from Australia. It's oh, sitting yeah. on the table, but we're just trying to figure out how to get how? there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, hold up. Right. All the way. So, yeah, man, it's been it's been awesome. I'm not going to lie. And it's like a dream come true because I've always kind of just wanted my own thing. I feel like as DJs, yeah. it's fun to play at other venues, but it's not necessarily really your party till you can, like control it or, right. or till you get your brand to the point where even if you're playing at these venues it's it feels more like your party than you being booked for a gig you yes. know what I mean so yeah you're in control you're making the decisions exactly even down to the mood of the party the decor how things are being served you know what I mean like just how everything's being presented is amazing right know? so yeah thank god for that how was the LA Grammy one crazy <laughs> crazy shout out to Burner Boy he's a brother to me he Stays pulling up for me. He's <laughs> showing up. That's amazing. Like that's a real friend because like he pulls up all the time. He's in Lagos and now LA. We've done London. LA actually. to LA. <laughs> I left out London. We done London oh. and he pulled up. You know what I'm saying? So that's amazing. Shout out to Bernard. Shout right. out to Fino. Ashake. Tiwa Savage. I mean, <laughs> like all the, the big, the biggest. Yeah, Spin all pulled up as well. Like yeah. everybody came through. So it was amazing. As it stands right now, we need a bigger venue for LA next year. Oh <laughs> I swear to God. Where did you? Oh yeah, I saw where you did right, it. Right, because yeah. now we have the Africa African category for the Grammys. Right. So it's a party every year now. Obi yeah. South LA. Yeah, that's it. You just you put the flag down this year, and, and then yeah. So so and shout out to Tommy Tribe, who's my guy out here, my DJ brother. So right. he's the guy on ground helping me piece everything together. You know what I mean? My Duce family showed up for me as well. Zigzag pulled up. Right. So everybody was right. <laughs> everybody was right at the party away in LA. So it was amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> it was a great party. I can't lie. I actually enjoyed it. I didn't get to play. Again. You didn't. They well, you're they the host let, at this point. They don't let me play. <laughs> I wanted, bro. I was like, listen, can I get on? I was like, oh no, this guy has to play. I'm like, when, when do I get to play? You're like, you know the name of the party, right? <laughs> right. What, who was who DJed? Who was playing? Um, Consequence DJ Consequence from Nigeria pulled up. He killed the set. It was amazing. And then uh, Jay Murphy was out there as well. Okay. Uh, Tommy Tribe was supposed to DJ, but 
since we were both organizing, we didn't get to right. Yeah, and we had some pretty amazing opening DJs as well. I'm trying nice. to remember there was this girl. Her set was pretty dope. I can't remember her name now. Uh, it's all the sativa we had, but nice. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. It was a dope. Party. And then you had that big event the next night at the Goldstein. The Goldstein, residence. but then there was also like the YouTube party as well that was representing for for the African nominees. They, oh, yeah, that was before. That was before okay. the Goldstein Mansion party. Well, the Goldstein Mansion party was sick. Oh man! For anyone listening, look up, <laughs> was, look up the sick. James Goldstein residence or mansion, yeah, and you yeah. will see this house is legendary. One of the most amazing houses and venues in LA, right. and has a nightclub built into, into it. it with a floating DJ booth. Yeah, floating. It's, it's all <laughs> concrete and like metal, yeah. and so amazing. So, the fact that you got to come here and just have just those two events alone, <laughs> and then the YouTube one. I mean, sounds like a successful weekend yeah and shout out to my sister for lucky who's like uh bob hearts at bishola she's the lead actress on that she treated me to an amazing sunday night at the grammys i got oh. to sit with her at the table drew barrymore a bunch of people crazy, like crazy bro. who else were you like <laughs> with or around or what was some of the crazy stuff bro. from being at the grammys like any Yo, stories yeah lenny kravitz oh man she she walked up to have a conversation with beyonce and i'm standing there like <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> no, seriously. You're like, what's up, B? Yo, what's up, B? Yeah, man. Um, got wow. to say what's up to Jay-Z. I recently just got signed to Rock Nation. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, congrats. So, said what's up to him. Um, Janelle Monet said hi to Oprah. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, what a weekend. <laughs> I got to see Burner Boy perform at the Grammys, which was right. the best. Because like I said, he's like a brother to me. So, yeah. being having to experience Grammys, that he, which is his first, but it's historic for Afrobeats. Yeah. And being on the floor to see that happen, that was very, very, very special for me. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, I was saying earlier how, like, my son, like, he had 21 Savage, and my son was hyped <laughs> on that. He had Brandy. My wife was hyped on that. He had himself, which I was hyped on. You know, so it was like. Now, it cuts across, you know. Yeah. And it was such a highlight for the show on Sunday. Yeah. Was the biggest His outfit highlight. was crazy. Shiny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was dope. But, and, and that was, I feel, even better than, like, actually, like, winning the plaque. I know the plaque is a big deal. Right. But. That performance, yeah, you do. Not everybody's gonna get, ever get to perform. I mean, yeah, like we're no, talking about. Look huge. at uh, uh, Tracy Chapman; she hadn't performed in how long? Oh my God, you know yeah. I mean? So, like, and I think that was her first time on the Grammy stage. I want to say. I think I don't know, uh, but it was amazing. It was amazing yeah, to see. Right. Everybody loved it. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, so yeah. Shout out to Burnham, man. Like that's history. Yeah, that's history. it was a really good Grammys, you know. And I feel like Trevor Noah, he's like. It's funny because I feel like when you're the host of these shows you're supposed to be mean to everybody he and was he funny. wasn't it was fun i think he kind he of kept it fun well yeah. I feel like every other host is like a comedian he and they want a few jabs here he there. did <laughs> but not like where they usually like really try to make people feel horrible and i feel like he and people like i feel like he was being positive about a lot of things which isn't normal but it made it fun. Like everybody's the world there, they're made, accomplishing yeah. things. It's fun. He'll make fun of you a little bit, but I felt like it went with the vibe it of did, it. It did. It did. And he, I think he's pleasant. Yes. Very pleasant with the, his delivery. So yeah. some of the punchlines felt pleasant until you realize like, hold up, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> you know right, I mean? right. But, but I think he carried the show extremely well. It was yeah. a fun. It's hard. It I mean, yeah. as we see with all the other shows, everybody gets torn apart and they say they're horrible. So he somehow did it two years in a row. Because you're, you're dealing with so many egos in the room. Yeah. Like, you don't want to say the wrong thing. You right. Wanna, you know I mean, so he kept it fresh. Yeah. Like that. And they're all nervous. Nobody knows who's going to win. Everyone's on edge. They're being looked at. They know exactly. everything's going to be 
scrutinized by you know the media so um yeah i think the best way to enjoy stuff like that is just not to think about any of that just right live in the moment you know just be thankful that thankful you're even there that and alive and i feel like it. a lot of people don't understand the the concept of being thankful yeah like but you're alive yes first of all <laughs> and then you're at you're at this stage where like there's so many other people in the world that want to walk through the red carpet and see the Grammys and like you get to do that with like, like it's nothing. You feel me? So you should be grateful for a nomination. You should be grateful for an award. You should be grateful just for, for the life you live to be in that space. That's the 1% of the 1% in the music industry. You feel me? So Mm -hmm. that also like a nomination is also saying we see you and you're doing great. I mean, but like Jay Jay Z said on on the stage, you know, some people not supposed to be there. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? But you know, but ultimately, your consistency of always showing up will keep you, yes, going, regardless of the plaques. Yeah, it was right? such an important yeah. message that he that was gave. A very powerful message, I feel like, and it was very apt for this Grammy Award because really? of the uproars going on about who should have won what. With, within all categories, but it's just like, listen, like just keep showing up. Yeah. Don't let it, whether you win or lose this year, like you said, be thankful for this, be part of it and keep showing up because guess what? At one point that was a dream of yours. And like, now you're doing it like it's second nature. So yeah, (laughs) it's true. Be thankful, be thankful because a lot more people who should have been there probably died and never made it. Yeah. I mean, like I feel like people don't realize that much about life. It's real. Yeah, you know, like you're like that, and that's that was what it was for me. Like, I don't know if I'll ever get to see the Grammys again, even like dead or alive. But I'll be happy that I got to yeah. experience that. I'm really just like this whole weekend is mind blowing to me. Yeah, you know I mean? but but I was just I was just happy. Like like yeah, like this is this is something I've done. I bu- it felt like a bucket list type of thing where it's like okay, boom, I've done the Grammys. Like. Right, been there, done that now. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? But thankful at the same time. No, it's true, and it, it leads into. I mean, it it proves itself through all of your different accomplishments. You know what I mean? With the showing up with your party, you know, right, Obi's right, house, right. with no the facts. breaking the records, with sticking with it through COVID and through such mm-hmm. a hard time, and like mm-hmm. you said, having your connection to God, and then like praying and your prayers being answered and manifesting all of this through your thoughts. You know, sometimes and- people always like wait for a miracle. Yeah. Right? And not realizing that they are the miracle. Right. You are the miracle. You just got to believe in yourself. You just have to tap in within yourself. So for instance, I was yeah. shouting out my sister about the Grammys, right? I wanted, I wanted to go to the Grammys. I, wa- I wanted to see Burner at yeah. the Grammys because that's my guy. I try to show up for some of the shows on while he's on tour. You know, that's what friends do. So I'm like, ah, how am I not going to be at the Grammys when he's killing it at the Grammys? Yeah. When I've been to this show, I went to MSG. I've been to when he sold out London. I've been he sold out so so. This one is like pivotal, right? Yeah. And I really just had to look within myself and trust that you know, I'll, I'll get there. And yeah. truthfully, it happened. And it's just like. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to the Grammys. I didn't know where I was going to sit. 
until we got there. Cause that was really? like, that was her trying to surprise me. So shout, shout out to her. Like, oh, so she didn't tell you, hey, you're actually gonna yeah, be down. It, it in was the, just, you're not gonna be up in the other. Bro, area. I didn't even know that. I don't. I because I've never been to the Grammys. Like yeah. the, the first time I ever did anything Grammys related was in 2012, where I came out to LA because two of my big brothers were their heavy. Um, media people in Nigeria Keke and D1 from like back in the day so they okay. used to cover the red carpet for the Grammys right. so I made it to that point but like I didn't go in with them you know after that I went back to the hotel like oh I did the <laughs> Grammys right? right so I wasn't expecting anything I was just expecting to go with her and enjoy the show but when I realized where we were sitting I was like what? That's amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. That, that that was that was what made me thankful about everything. You feel me? So yeah, so yeah, man. Like you are the miracle. Just re- look within yourself. Sometimes you're looking for things and validation from people when all you need to do is look in the mirror and big up yourself. Right, and Honestly. you're comparing yourself to what other people have, or what other not realizing that doing. you can create uh, that. Yeah, and you, can have it. you know what I mean. You can create it. Thank you. You can create it for yourself. You can do it for yourself if you believe in yourself. You yeah, know what I mean, like everything, like you said, everything that that I've experienced and I've done is as a result of me believing in myself because maybe I did try to trust somebody else and they let me down. Yeah, but God has hasn't let me down. So sometimes when I go back to Him and you know the the real. The real deal is to stay connected. You know, a lot of us have fallen short and, and, and that's cool, but we always have to remember to keep going back. Right. And that's my big thing about, about you know, God. Yeah. Always go back. Right. Always go back. So I go back and I tap in and I'm like, what is it that I'm missing? What is it that I'm not doing right? And it's always, he has always equipped you with everything that you need. Right. So sometimes the answer prayer is within yourself it's yeah. right there find it believe that you have it yeah when you believe that you have it then you can achieve it you can do it, it because some, sometimes we're scared because we don't see ourselves doing it but we see somebody else doing it for us because they've been there before they have that experience why can't you have that experience why can't you see it for yourself if good or bad go through it but consistently stand up and keep coming back right and that's what the showing up is, and that's exactly. what having faith is. Exactly, you know, because faith in yourself as exactly. long as, as much as you have faith in God, have yeah. faith in yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you have to, especially in the DJ world. And all this, <laughs> there's no Tell ground. Me about it. Tell me about <laughs> it. We're man. all surfing a big wave or literally, floating, you know, and literally. it can crash at any moment. You can still swim in the ocean, but <laughs> you gotta get back up on the yeah. wave and keep and, going and, and keep going, get yeah. back on that board and keep surfing. Yeah, it's true. Yep. Um, that's, that's such a, you know, powerful point and cool way to put it. Um, and so with Obi's house has the perception of DJs in Nigeria changed a lot. Really? And that's one of the goals is to, to command that respect for DJs. Cause back in Nigeria, yeah. DJs in a while back, and even in Jimmy Jack's days, he did an amazing job at staying consistent right. in it, in his, in a scene that didn't necessarily even care about DJs yeah. at all. Right. You were talked in the corner of the <laughs> party. Nobody necessarily really sees you. Yeah. You feel me? So Jimmy Jack was the first DJ to start branding himself right, which is why he stayed relevant for so long. Yeah. You understand? So that's this is my contribution to the DJ industry in Nigeria to say, like, we are people. <laughs> we yeah. are not we're not your Apple playlist robots but we're people we yes. have you know I mean? we have emotions we we have beating hearts like everybody else but we have this exceptional skill of holding the party down and killing the dance floor yeah. 
you know, so, but, you know, a lot of places and a lot of people in Nigeria are very classist. So, really? Yeah. So, so the DJ thing can come off as like, like you're not doing anything. Oh, you're with just yourself. a DJ. Yeah. Like you're not thank a doctor. You. You're not something. a, you're not a doctor. You're not in oil and gas. You're not, right. you're not making money because yeah. you're a DJ. Right. And then they ask you about your fee and it's like, hold up. That's yeah. how much you make. <laughs> they go, wait, you so that? you get that every time, you get or that once every a time year, you and then they realize that you're making more money than them, and they're on a salary, and you're getting paid per gig. So right. I mean, you want to count how many gigs I have? Yeah, you have an infinite. Exactly. There's no ceiling. There's no ceiling. I can do this anywhere in the world. Yes. Your 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 office probably doesn't have a branch next in the next city. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I can take my talent anywhere in the world right. and make any currency. Yeah, that's you true. Feel me? So um that's that's so that's what I'm trying to do Obi's house is give DJs that prestige right. along with, you know, letting the crowd understand how to give these DJs the prestige. It's like what why should I respect this DJ cuz they're great. Yeah. At their music, they're great at their mashups, they're great at their blending. They played you something that you couldn't even reason about, you couldn't think about it. You know, so that's what Obi's house is doing. And I also want to use it to create a bridge to every other city that we go to. So when I come to your city, we can create the house so that that way, you know, you have a house to play yeah. in Nigeria. Anytime you, if you think ever thinking about coming to Africa or coming to Nigeria, you know, you have that one gig where you right. can hit up Obi's house and be like, yo, I'm coming to town. What's up? Yeah. Let's see if we can do something. That's, that's the kind of relationships we're looking to build with, even with brands and with DJs and all of that. So yeah, we're trying to up the respect game for DJs in Nigeria and from then on spread out to the rest of Africa that doesn't. The South African DJs enjoy a lot of that respect because they're pretty big with what they do. You know, right. in, in South Africa, they genuinely love music. I like to say um, the way they make their music is different. and Yeah, so much they, different. Exactly. And over there, you find more producer DJs. In Nigeria, you find right. more DJs or producers. You really find both. You know what I'm oh, saying? Interesting, right? So, um, but that that's changing as well because some DJs are beginning to learn how to DJ. Some producers are beginning to learn how to to DJ. Or DJs are learning how to produce. Sorry, so yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, with with the SA DJs is is different. You know, with Ghanaian DJs is different. So we want to be able to host everybody come come through to Lagos and show us your best B side. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we don't want the club shit. Don't worry about that. We go to the clubs already. But give us a good time. Give us a vibe. Right. And if it's a mellow Afro chill vibe, or even if it's a house, you know, house music, whatever it is, it's really depends on the DJ's confidence to play that music. Yeah. Yeah. So we want you to be confident behind the decks at Obi's house and be free. Just make right. sure your timing is right. So it's not a train wreck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But exactly. And that's what I think a lot of DJs, they look, oh, what are the big songs? What are the things? What um, am I going to get the reaction from? But to go to the opposite of that is so much fun, you know, yeah, for an for actual the, DJ and music DJ, lover. Right, because right. you know you have all that stuff. And that's exactly. the stuff we were doing on the Instagram live and stuff like Thank that. Thank you. Exactly. So if you bring it to the... To the real party, uh, to real yeah, life. Yeah, and people that want to hear that and are open to that, I think that's really cool. Yeah. And fun for a DJ. And I know, you know, you work with a lot of brands. And we actually discussed, like, that some brands don't have a as big of a footprint yet, like, in Nigeria in and different Nigeria, stuff, like right. Pioneer DJ. Right. So I was telling you, we're looking. Everyone's we're really, on it, right? We're really looking to, to uh, partner with Pioneer and, like, put 
they, I don't think they have. We want to put them on in Nigeria. Honestly speaking, we're looking right. for that those kind of partnerships where we have such a heavy DJ driven market and yeah. missing in action. You feel me? Even right. just being able to create that um, outlet to have access to buy original equipment. Right. Right. Yeah. We need to. They. I think. They can do a better job, and if they're listening, pull up Obi's yeah. house. Like we, Pioneer, we're looking up? to do it. You know, and shout out to there's a guy in in Nigeria, Oxel Music, who does a great job at like supplying us with real um, equipment. But it'd be great for them to create a presence, and even right. maybe even partner with him, yeah, directly for distribution right. and stuff like that. You know. So they need to, I, th- I think they need to do a better job in the African market, especially in Nigeria, where like partying is heavy. Right. They, we party every day now. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so. Monday um, nights. Yeah, yeah. Red Bull <laughs> yeah. does a great job at that. You know, shout out to Pepsi. That, you know, I'm a deep Pepsi DJ ambassador in Nigeria. So yeah. yeah. Pepsi does amazing work with DJs in Nigeria as well. Right. You work with so many brands. And I think that's <laughs> a good reason why Pioneer should be listening to you. I mean, I think you're very. You know, you're good at DJing and all your th- and marketing and the party, but you're good at, I think, seeing a vision for the brand and how it could be utilized in a genuine way exactly. and how they can be seen in an authentic way and not just like, oh, we're slapping our sticker on there or something, yeah, right? You feel me? Not, yeah, something very authentic, even with Serato. Yeah. Like, why, how, why haven't you been to Nigeria? Right. <laughs> with, with the rise of Afrobeats. You should be like bubbling yeah. down there right now, looking for, and it's crazy because shout out to James for what he does with Beatles in DJ City. Right. If not, I don't know that we would have that much Afro beats on record pools. I agree. Right. So why not come and get that access? Yeah. With Serato, with Pioneer. All the amount that. that James works at it's that cool. is huge, <laughs> and and you're right. Like he deserves. The yeah. credit and the flowers for it, does, and I think does, does. Um, so does everybody. Because he's there. helped me out. Sometimes I'm on there looking for a certain song, and I'm like, I know James has put this up. Let me, <laughs> <I know. laughs> let me check. I know he's put this up. Yeah, and thankfully he's always on time. So how do you? So what brands do you work with, and how do you kind of go about working with them? And what's that like? I know a lot of DJs want to work with brands, but they have no idea how to even get that. Does that come through your party or to um, yourself? Both actually, okay. so I've been able to brand myself with like stuff like the Guinness World Record. But I'm not saying every a lot of people do it. I advi- I don't have, I don't want to advise you necessarily do it because it's very it's high risk with with of course. Health, right? I mean, right. That's just an example. So, yeah, there's so many other things you can do to put your brand out there. You know, just figure out what your niche is. Yeah, you understand, like because everybody's a DJ, but what sets you apart? Yes. From the regular DJ. Imagine if you're in a room full of great DJs, what is going to be your X factor? Right. Right. That's really what that is. That's helped me align with certain brands. Like when I moved to Nigeria, I've branded myself as the luxury brand DJ, but then also affordable luxury. Then also like the D club DJ. At some point I was the go-to wedding DJ. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that has helped me work with brands out there. The world record helped me get the Pepsi deal as well. Um, And that's been going strong. So the consistency with my brand and the parties that I do have helped me keep my relationship alive with Pepsi. Nice. Um, I've worked with so many other brands. I had a tag what tag hoya right. watch till at some point amazing <laughs> yeah i know yeah um, you've worked yeah. with them right like nike heineken exactly. jack daniels different, uh, different, belvedere right. exactly Ducé. Ducé, you know so 
Um, I think it's just, and something I've realized is you have to be the guy that makes things work. What do you mean? So you, as much as you don't, don't say what you can't do. What you can't do. Don't always speak about what you can do. And even if they want more, keep, always keep it where you, you know, you can deliver. So you have to deliver. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, don't, don't go over and be over and beyond over, like way over yourself. Yeah. You feel me? So that's how the brands can trust you because then when you say, I can do this, they're going to ask you to do this. Yes. With a lot of other things, but always stay centered on what you can, what are your strengths versus what are these strengths that might be possible? No, because then you might figure out on the job that you can't do it and that's bad for you. <laughs> right. You feel me? So, but then you learn if these, if this is something that the brands want, then go, go train, go get it, go acquire that skill or knowledge or whatever it is. So you can come back and then when you do that, you can up your price. You feel me? Yeah. That's how it works. If the more you acquire the experience and the skill, you can, you can charge more. Yeah, and you're showing them that you're bringing value, value in those ways and know, not just making it up, like you're saying. Uh, so uh, one thing that helped me out a lot is my network. I have great friends. I have very supportive people around me that show up for my gigs or, you know, thankfully the kind of network I have books me for very interesting gigs that people do want to show up for. Yeah. You know, so they, they, they do show up, but my advice to the younger DJs and any DJ out there is like, make sure you have a strong, look for that, for for your first party crew within your network that will help you grow your brand within you know your community your society but it's those people are your mouthpieces they they're the word of mouth they're gonna yeah. go and talk about you True. before the brand will you know what I mean so that that way when the that's the reason why the brands are gonna right. come for you pretty yeah. much yeah I know it's hard sometimes it's hard for DJs to like convey how their network or how much value they have. Like I even just saw today uh, this DJ, DJ meal here and he, mm. he does a lot of stuff with LeBron and mm. he started doing these things like the testimonials or I forgot what it was called, but it's a cool little video and he has like LeBron saying what he thinks about him. You know what I mean? Oh no, I've seen some of those, but not, not him, but I've seen, but, but that's amazing because. Then, and I feel like that is something that. It's a cosign. Yeah. Like yeah. they don't realize like all these people that, that do support you in her, you know, it's like LinkedIn or something, but like a cooler way to do it. But, you know, no facts like your, your Yelp reviews and stuff like that. Right. right. So, but now video cause the social media things have changed. You're not going to exactly go the it. brand manager is going to be going, Oh, Oh, this, exactly, okay. I see exactly, that. Oh, look, exactly. look, he knows this person. Exactly. And they're saying good things about him. Okay, Fact. get him on the phone. And at some point in my career, I, I realized that that was what I had to do because you, know, you look around and it's like, some of the people I know are actually my friends. I know they're, they're stars. Yeah. But they're actually my friends. Yeah. Like, it was, it's, it's coincidence that we're all cool. Yeah. We're all guys, we're all friends, but it's they're actually my friends. So right. they, are gonna, they are who they are. But I, I, I can't do it. I'm not going to now not be their friend because, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're all, so it's about helping each other out. Like, I show up for you and you show up for me. Yeah. That's that's how I see it. So, and don't ever look down on anybody because then some of my friends, like, the reason why we stay friends and been friends is because when we were all nothing, we were cool. Of course. And now we've looked back on our journey and like, wow, we've yeah. gone on to achieve certain things. And But we don't see ourselves as that superstar within us. We still see ourselves as friends you know yeah so, exactly yeah and like just you tap said, into yeah, your network don't look down on anyone i mean no. you treat obviously you have to treat everyone the same because just 
we're all people we're and all that's people, the way we should yeah, be. But yeah. besides that, you never know where anyone's going to be. Never know who's going to be your blessing. You know? Honestly speaking, yeah. you never know. And it's a hard thing because people have egos. Right. So, but forgiveness is a big thing so that that way, the, like the friendships are always tight. Yeah. You're not, I mean, it's cool for people that have stayed friends for so long, but there's ups and downs. That's why your heartbeat goes up, ups and downs. I mean, yeah. like, there's going to be ups and downs in life. So you know which friends to get rid of, you know which friends to stick to. And, you know, yeah. the realer, the older you get, the realer they should become. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And you just keep helping each other at different levels. At different levels. Yeah. And before you know it, yeah, somebody might be the president one day and right. he's your boy. <laughs> oh, it's the truth. Yeah. It's facts. It's amazing yeah. to see what some of my friends have done, you know, over the past 15, 20 years. And I'm just like, damn. Remember and when that, we were and that's <laughs> just your boy. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's no no other, like, uh, what's the word now? Motive. It's yeah. Just like, oh, exactly. That's, that's just my boy. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, what, I still just want to. This is what we've always done. Yeah. I still want to <laughs> just go meet him for lunch, send him yeah. stupid memes, and exactly. talk about, you know, yeah. hip hop. But, like, exactly. yeah, exactly. But for what we do with work, yeah, yeah. we're big. But, yeah. you know, as human beings, we're friends. Exactly. Yeah. What about. Um, you know, like we said, the Grammys have been shining a light on African music. It's, you know, Burna Boy at the Grammys. It's obviously, you know, over the past five years really been bubbling up in mm. America. I mean, even longer, but I feel like the past few years it's really getting big. What do you think about the future of Afrobeats and African music as a whole in the United States? I'm excited for it. Yeah. I'm excited for it. But I still think we have to own it a lot more in terms of the production and the music and all of that stuff, it's cool that all the record labels are hopping on right now, but we still have to own um, yeah. our sound, you know. Um, but right, I'm it's almost like a pivotal moment. Exactly. Like, we can't give it all away. Yeah. You know I mean, I feel like that might have been what happened with Dance Hall at some point where mm -hmm. it became so popular. And, like, before you know it, there were some collaborations that just didn't make any sense. Right. It's <laughs> like, what is yeah. this? Like, and you started losing interest, you know. So I don't think, I hope we don't get to that point, not anytime soon, but I'm excited for it because one thing I do know about Africans, most especially Nigerians, is that we're very resilient. So we're here to stay. <laughs> we're here to stay for a long time. You're like we got in the door, we're, we're staying. Right, exactly. <laughs> and and one thing we like to do is party. One thing we know how to do is party. And one thing we know how to do is provide the soundtracks for those parties yeah. and the music. So I see us around for a very long time. And I see a lot of amazing collaborations happening. I'm looking to do a lot of amazing music stuff this year with my Rock Nation deal. So creating a lot of collaborations and creating that bridge with the music to say like kind of what I'm doing at Obi's house, bring people home and take home over here. Yeah. Same thing with the music is, you know, we're going to tap into the hip hop side. We're going to tap into right. heavy on Afro beats, creating something called Obi sound where it's like, nice. you know, yeah, lovable, danceable, Afro chill, you know. With, so just being able to do different things yeah. with that music. But the, the niche in this market is that we have a lifestyle. Yeah. Which is Obi's house with the, with the, so we can service that lifestyle with our music. We can take it anywhere. We right. We can with it. Yeah. Push it out, you know, just create our own soundtrack. Yeah, you create your own ecosystem in a way. You know, Literally. anything can be associated with it from that, food to drinks to clothing merch, to yeah, exactly. music to like <laughs> exactly. just literally anything. Exactly. So it's a long term plan and I'm excited about it. You know, Afrobeats is here to stay. We're in the Grammys now, so shit. Yeah. <laughs> Afrobeats is here to stay. Um, and it's exciting. I'm, I'm interested as well to see how 
the music shares out, if that makes any sense. Like I now, I, I know all my guys in Nigeria are killing it, but I, I kind of want to, I want some competition from like the other African countries. You right. know, Ghana does an amazing job. South Africans are doing an amazing job. Yeah. But like, I feel like Kenya's you know, on the way. Right, so it's one thing for people to complain and say, oh, Nigerian music is taking over, but what are you doing about it? Like, right. Like, you have to represent for your Well, own. even like, I talked to Fully Focus yesterday. Oh, no, you're right. No, that's and, my um, he has that artist. Well, his the um, he they have that song with that Brazilian producer Zerb, mm. and it's like a almost like a chill house song. But so, then he has a Kenyan artist singer a on it. Track was it? No, a, it's like house. Okay, nice. Um, it's dope. I'll play it for you. Please. Like I was funny because I've been playing it the past month, and then. He's like, that's my track. That's my track. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even know. Like, it's on his label, the passport, oh, right, right, passport, passport music. Right, 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 so, right. um, but yeah, he was explaining to me, you know, the Kenyan music, and he was kind of comparing Nigeria and South Africa to New York and LA or West Coast, East Coast, and how like Kenya could be the South or something. Ooh. You know how like no right, one was expecting right, right, like right. the Dirty South music, to and then all of a sudden they got their own sound. Right. You know. And even with Fully Focus, he's been an ambassador for for yeah, so long. Yeah, with Major Laser, exactly. So, like, you know, shout out to visionaries like that that yeah. like have kept the music going. So, I, I do see Kenya like stepping into the room and sitting at it was, the table. Like, yeah, it was heavy. cool to learn about what his plans are, what he's doing. You know, he flew back to Nairobi right after the podcast yesterday. You know, and yep. he was he moved out there. Yeah, and he goes back and forth. Yeah. I know he moved out there. Shortly after COVID, but I guess, yeah, and then he, go, and yeah, he said he goes back and forth. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, he was explaining that and other music. I mean, it's just the beginning, you know. It is, and and it's time to you know give us some competition. Like it's yeah. cool. The competition within uh, within the Nigerians is healthy. It's cool. Yeah, of course. You know, but like as a DJ, I just want I just want somebody else to step into the room and <laughs> bring a different sound. Like I want I want to hear something different. Right. Soon. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. I mean, so. Let's see. Let's see what this year has to give us. Yeah, honestly, and especially now that we're in the Grammys, let's see if that can propel anything else to come out of it. Right. Yeah. Besides just like collaborating with Selena Gomez or something like yeah, that, which like, is dope. But it's, it's just, amazing. It's amazing. Um, because it's a great look for the culture. Yeah. You know what I mean, but even within the good look the, for within, her too. Right. <laughs> truthfully, but within the continent, we we want to see more of those collaborations, and we yeah. want to see you know amazing music from other countries right yeah is there anything we should look out for music wise or artists or djs or anybody um there's so much there's <laughs> so much uh, I, like i said i'm gonna be putting out music this year I, i'm looking to work with a lot of amazing artists i'm looking for good music you know so i i i, I can't call on my you know popular friends to hop on a track and do that and that's definitely going to happen. Yeah. But I'm also looking to break in a lot of new artists that deserve it. Yeah. You know, that deserve it, that can, that can actually do this music thing. And I have a few people. There's Ayon Fair, um, there's Mizzle, um, producers are amazing. Shout out to my boy Tells and P Prime. They're big. Nah, one okay. of them is a Grammy boy already. You know oh. what I mean? But I'm going to be doing a lot of work with them. Um, SARS is a brother of mine as well. Yeah. Um, there's a lot going to go on this year, honestly. You That's know, great. Yeah. <laughs> Tori with Obi's house. I'm, I'm look excited to move around and see new cities, meet new people. Um, yeah. So 
2024. There's amazing DJs, Dope Caesar, my whole Obi Sound crew. DJ yeah, you want to shout them out? So yeah, who, who holds it down? <laughs> you know, like last night. <laughs> you got to shout out Scofi, Zulu West, SL, Lua Bruce, you know, the, yeah. or the whole gang, Boo Boo, Uncle Boo Boo, shout out to him. Um, Dope Caesar's an amazing DJ. Nice. Yeah, and uh, shout out to T Garbs and the rest of them holding down Lagos, man. It's, it's, it's an intense nightlife scene I, really? I can't wait to have you guys over yeah man oh it's yeah i want to come scene and the djs are amazing consequence that played at obi's house is, yeah. is the king back home you feel me so yeah shout out to everybody man we're doing a great job in case you didn't know <laughs> <laughs> we're doing an amazing job shout out to people like spino yeah. neptunes my big bro oh uh, yeah i'm always playing their songs there you, you go know. dj big end that's a brother i've known we've known ourselves from like high school that's amazing. And we're all doing great things right now. So yeah, this is to reassure everybody that we're killing it. <laughs> <laughs> definitely are. Definitely are. Um, we got, I, I uh, got a question from the internet and um, <laughs> she said, I mean, I feel like we kind of discussed this, but I don't know if there's any other things you have to say about it. She asked, how do you navigate being a relevant DJ outside your home base? Hmm. I I I I do a good I do a good job at like learning the sound mm-hmm. of that city that right. country and finding a way to mix it in with Afrobeats. Yeah, that Afrobeats has always helped me stand out. It before it blew up like right. this. Afrobeats has always been the edge for me to say, oh, I can I can play house, I can play hip hop, yeah. I can do R and B set, I can do a dancehall set. But I can also play African music. And so, oh, really? How's that sound? And by the time the by by the end of the night, you're like, wow! I heard this. I tried to Shazam this one. I tried, I couldn't yeah. get it. Send me this track. You know, what I mean? that's those are the like the little signs. And to me, those are our accolades as DJs. The awards that we get is when the crowd learns something. You heard a brand new track and really want it from you. you right. Know what I mean, so that's how I'm able to stay relevant. Is like we don't. They don't. They don't know me. But then, by the time I'm done playing, they feel like that's my guy because I right. played my tracks. You know, I always like to tap in some of the new artists if I'm in a different city and play their music. Because then sometimes you get to that city and find out that their regular DJs don't necessarily have faith in them. Don't necessarily fuck with them like that. Yeah. So I like to show love. Whether it's a if it's a dope track, you see it yourself. If it's a whack track, you see it yourself. I can listen to it and tell you, but I'd rather show you. Yeah. So that, that way, when we have a conversation about the track, you can understand what I'm saying because you've visually seen the effect of your music. You know? Yeah. So I like to show love to a lot of brand new artists, if I, as much as I can as well. When I get to different cities, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to to look at it and tap in, but still bring yourself to the table. Bring yourself to the table, so still be able to do your thing. Yeah. Bring your own spice to it, so right. people can tap in. Do you have any? Um, advice for djs you know trying to come up i mean i think you already gave some amazing gems like a lot of the stuff you said through the whole thing but um you know before we get out of here or any other things you want to promote or just advice to djs out there that are you know looking up to you and being inspired uh on the advice tip i'll say be original you know you have a lot of people saying i want to be like this i want to be like that but be you be you it's the best thing you can do for yourself be authentically you yeah no matter what someone says you know i went i went somewhere once and i went with a friend and my that friend he's always a hundred percent wherever he is he he stays real yeah 
But then someone had seen us at that place and was like, why are you even with that guy? He doesn't aesthetically fit that place. I was like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> like, right. Exactly. Like, he, 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 he's better than anybody faking it in that room because he's being himself. Exactly. So that's my advice to anybody watching this or anybody listening to this. Be you. Don't change for anybody because uh, everybody, everybody's trying to be like everybody else. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, it's easy to blend what your, in. Yeah, figure out what your thing is and stand on that. Stand on, stand on business, right? Or like business. they say, Nigeria, like, yeah, <laughs> no grief for anybody this year. Yeah. Be you. Just be you. Do you. And, and have faith in yourself that you can actually achieve the things that you think about. Yeah. That's one of the things that I personally learned from Burner Boy. His, his last album, I told him, yeah. is as real as it gets. He has told us everything that he wants to do and has gone on to do everything that he said he's going to do. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's a man that believes in himself. Yeah. You feel me? That's someone that has worked hard to be consistent enough to stay close to the truth as much as possible. Yeah, that's true. So the only way you can stay true is to be you. Be right. you. Be 100% you. Don't change. I mean, obviously, some things you might have to tweak. <laughs> yes. You know I mean? but, no, but I think those are the people that stand out in the world and are that are always respected, you know, yeah. is the one-of-a-kind people. And the people that are trying to blend in or think they have to be other things end up blending in so mm -hmm. much they fade away. They hide. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they hide. They, they yeah. really camouflage and they fade away. So right. be you. Because, you know, it's one thing you... So it's like reality TV, right? Yeah. They're being themselves, right? Right. And anybody acting like that is acting out of pocket because that's not you. Yeah. You've seen it on TV. You think it fits you. You think it works for you. It's not you. Right. Be you so you can stand out. And maybe when you stand out, the people that you're trying to be like would actually want to be like you. Yeah. That's, that's true. I see it. Yeah. Right. It can all like shift Flip. Yeah. to the other could, side. Could you think, flip. oh, I, for me to be successful or me to be respected, I need to be that. But really, if you're just you, yourself, you know, and that you, person could be an empty shell. You and, know? Them, and they come in contact with you and now they want to be like you. Yeah. They, they may have more than you, but eventually they they see you living free. Right. They want to be like you. So yeah. be you. And that's where you really got to have faith in yourself and realize it's just you versus you in the world. <laughs> facts <laughs> facts as, as facts you want to compare I mean if you're going to go against the world you're going to need God on your side as well yeah so tap into the source yes he's not the plug he's the source <laughs> right so always tap into the source you do, so you know how you need a plug for this and a plug for that the source is what gives energy to those plugs so why, why why not go to that one person right why, why not go to where everybody else is yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah that's the way I see it Oh, that's amazing. Yo, well, thanks for coming on the Thank show. You, Thank um, you. Finally you know, happened and we done it. We man. did it. Yes. <laughs> the DJ Spider Podcast. Yeah, good uh, run, presented good by one. Beat Source. DJ Obi. Thank you um, for having me, man. People can find him online. DJ Obi on deck. Yep. Uh, everywhere. All socials. Yeah. All socials. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot more to come. I'm sure if you come back I'll on come the show, back and update, yeah, you know, come back in one things. year. I feel like a lot will have happened. Right, we next make, Grammys. We, we can make this a Grammy thing. Yeah. And then maybe I get to come to your party next year. So. No, you have to. Yeah. So now nah, next to. year we're going to make sure. Yeah. We're going to make sure to. it happens. All right. DJ Obi, thank, so thank you for coming on the show and uh, we'll see you soon. Peace. Thank you. Bro. <laughs> and that was the DJ Spider Podcast.